0: We're at more than a million channels on the library network. So those are, those are blockchain entries. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a million identities on the library blockchain. We're going to go to a billion. It's dicey for us to even like analyze or, or talk about that. So, uh, you can kind of do your own homework here, but, uh, you know, try to, try to do some math on how the library blockchain plays out, uh, when you have billions of identities and, you know, uh, tens of billions of, of pieces of content. Um, you know, published to it. And right now we're at a little over 10 million pieces of content and a little over 1 million uh, identities. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I think the future of the library blockchain is is very bright. Um, It's, and all of our data and analysis shows that.
1: I live unbanked off of cryptocurrency, and I use BitRefill extensively because it lets me pay with crypto at places that don't yet accept it directly. This one service, more than any other, helps me live on crypto, pay your prepaid phone bill, or buy gift cards to thousands of major retailers around the world, all with cryptocurrency, including for exact amounts so you don't have to buy more gift credit than you need for a specific purchase. You can use BitRefill without an account, but if you get an account, you can earn rewards points, which translate to savings and you can also hold a balance denominated in dollars or euros to protect yourself against market crashes. Go to bitrefill.com, click create account, and enter the referral code DCN, or follow the link in the description. Hey everyone, I have the wonderful pleasure of once again, definitely once again, speaking with the one and only Jeremy Kaufman, the CEO of Library and Lord Regent of Odyssey, or I don't know what your title is there, but how's it going, man?
0: It is going really well. Uh, you know, we've had some uh, amazing recent news with Odyssey, which I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk about developments in the in the court case. But like everything's just going uh, up and up and up.
1: Yeah. So, let's just talk about. Uh, do, you, do you have any developments in the court case that you'd be willing to share, or general att- attitudes or anything towards the SEC? I've seen some tweets and things like that from, you know, the SEC is really having coming of age in this new crypto age and it's not all positive for them i've seen some people talking about how they should be reined in or they shouldn't be regulating this or they're going too far and then there's settlements and stuff so anyway what's the whole like sec regulation kind of situation like
0: yeah so we filed our response which is available online i actually need to publish that to the official library uh, channel or make that available on the library network so people can access it on there, but it's public. Mm. So it's, um, you can get it, um, online through like Pacer or whatever. And, uh, you know, we're, we're feeling really confident about that. The, um, I think in general, like, I actually feel like the SEC is kind of in more trouble than we are. Hmm. I mean, just yesterday, two of the five commissioners, um, broke with the rest of the SEC and said, hey, what we're doing doesn't make any sense. We're treating these companies really unfairly. We haven't given them clear rules and this kind of thing. Um, and I actually think, um, you know, the SEC is 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 in a bit of trouble because their entire business has been to not give people rules, right? Their entire business is, everyone is scrutinizing one speech given in 2018, and mm-hmm. that's it. And they're attempting to figure out uh, what this means. So everyone's guessing. And I mean, even with our case, right, I spent... Um, You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get legal opinions, and then did exactly what those lawyers say. The SEC says that's wrong, but won't tell you how. Right? Like they—they really act like the mafia. They say you got to give us some money. Uh, What can I, you know? But uh, we won't tell you how to how to follow the law in the future. They say go go hire a lawyer to tell you how to follow the law. Well, we already did that, and Mm. they're rated as you know top top twenty lawyers in the space. They were very well regarded lawyers, Um, and so. The SEC, their, their, quote, business model is to use incredibly vague regulations, go after people incredibly uh, aggressively and say, you know, give us some money and we'll go away. Um, and unlike a lot of other companies, we did not we, we did not just give them the money to go away. We even said we'll give we said we'll, we don't think we did anything wrong. We'll give you money if you tell us what these rules actually mean. And they said, no way we absolutely will not tell you what the rules are Mm. and they're going to have to tell us. That's why we're going to court. Because if I get them on the stand, then they're going to have to, they're going to have to tell us the rules or they're going to have to, in front of a judge say, well, the rules are made up. We don't, we don't know what the rules are. Yeah. So Um, either
1: way, like if you, if you say the rules are made up, obviously that, that goes really well for you. If they say these are the rules, then even if, you're on the south side of the rules, there's still a road to compliance, but more importantly, it's a precedent for the whole rest of the space that now everyone knows exactly where to go, right?
0: Precisely, and that's all I need. Like, you know, um, I need to know the rules as an entrepreneur. How am I supposed to build a business if I don't know the, the rules of the game that I have to follow, right? And now, of course, you know, in my view, like, there should, be a, there should be some sort of victim. You know, people should have to have some kind of problem with what happened. And of course, that hasn't happened in our case. But even if there are rules that I disagree with, I will follow them if I know what they are. I can't follow rules, uh, even, if I, even if I might disagree with those rules, if they're unwilling to specify them, right? And so right now, the SEC has been completely unwilling to specify um, what the rules actually are.
1: Yeah. And so I remember uh, last time I talked to you about this whole court case thing you're relatively i mean obviously optimistic about the future but i guess sort of pessimistic about the outcome of the the case not necessarily pessimistic but like realistic of like we're we're fighting an uphill battle here is that general perspective changed since then are you more optimistic less op- 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 well, optimistic optimistic or the same kind of but with new information
0: yeah my my, my ne- your negative sentiment that i may have expressed in the past i still have today in the sense that like I'm trying to build a business and I'm trying to you know sprint up a hill, and now I'm dragging this ball and chain behind me as I'm as I'm trying to do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's still that way. I mean we've lost potential partners, we've lost big deals that we could have gotten done because of uh, because of the SEC. So you know we're managing to achieve um, pretty unprecedented success in the sort of blockchain Dapp uh, space, and we're doing that despite uh, having this Uh, dragging us down. So as soon as I'm able to cast this off, I mean, this thing is we're going to move even faster than Mm -hmm. we've been moving currently. And, um, you know, but it's tough. I can't, I can't really let it get me down when everything else is going, you know, pretty well, uh, even despite, you know, this happening. Um, It is frustrating at, at times. And I'm the kind of guy who already has some problems with um, you know, with government and and authority, and so mm-hmm. now it certainly uh, certainly is not like psychologically pleasant for me to have to go through some of these things. But you know, with everything else going so well, uh, both in my both at work and in my my personal life, I just you know I can't. I'm not going to let them get me.
1: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. So you're talking about like, astrom- like success and things. Um, I've noticed on the Odyssey platform, there's been a whole lot of growth, a whole lot of new channels. It was, especially since like the crypto content in, I think has kind of been like a slow increase. Like we kind of got a lot of them in the early days. And, you know, my, like, for example, my view counts are growing and things, but they're not like anything special, but my little like libertarian rants, for example, that I do, those ones used to not do very very well at all. Now they're getting like a thousand views and over, which is like way more than I ever thought. You could see there's a lot of growth on the platform and those, that kind of area. But mostly, I've been impressed at like the the feature rollout from, you know, the playlist to then the live streaming to then the live super chats to then the actual credit card support kind of thing, which we'll we'll touch on a little bit. Uh, what's been like the growth of Odyssey? You know you want to just ramble about that i'm sure this is going to be your favorite sure. part of the whole talk like,
0: <laughs> well yeah you well know. uh, we've been uh relentless builders and yes it's my favorite part because i love taking credit for other people's work so uh, <laughs> you know it's uh, one of the great parts of being a ceo is that uh, you do you do um you know, very little of the actual work and people say oh you're doing so well Jimmy. I'm like well actually yeah I'm uh, no it's all other people right? i mean we have a team of we've got an incredible team of people very uh, very bright hard-working people and that's why uh we've been you know such Such relentless, uh, such relentlessly, there's been such relentless improvement uh, in terms of uh, the technology. Now, of course, the SEC doesn't like that. Um, The SEC thinks that. Um, technology should be finished and static and never change or improve. Uh, but yeah, we've uh, continued to to make improvements um, on Odyssey. Well, playlists are a official part of the library protocol, so playlists are fully decentralized. Um, they're published to the blockchain, uh, and the uh, so they have all those properties of the library network. Odyssey is um, we're we're net and this is part of why we launched Odyssey. We're allowing Odyssey to push a little bit ahead of the decentralized uh, features. So it can layer things on top the same way that like, you know, if you, if you use Coinbase or other apps for Bitcoin, there are features that the things that Coinbase does related to, to Bitcoin that aren't part of the, the Bitcoin protocol. So in terms of of like keeping them safe or whatever. Um, so it's the same kind of thing here. Um, and so, uh, we have added, um, support for credit card tipping, and this is also partially a patch, um, due to the government issues. Right. So it's like, like, I would love to take a credit card payment, use LBC as rails. Um, right. Not allowed to do that. That's the, uh, or at least potentially not allowed to do that. And so we've got to play it safe a little bit there. Um, and so we're just we're not using the LBC as the underlying rails. But look, um, the library network is stronger than ever. It's growing bigger than ever. We're at more than a million channels on the library network. So those are those are blockchain entries. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a million identities on the library blockchain. We're gonna go to a billion. We're gonna go to more than a billion um, and, uh, identities on the on the library blockchain. Um, like the library blockchain is only going to grow and grow and grow in usage. Um, and look, I—it's I, uh, obviously like uh, it's dicey for us to even like analyze or, or talk about that. So uh, you can kind of do your own homework here, but uh, you know, try to try to do some math on on the on you know what how the library blockchain plays out uh, when you have billions of identities and you know uh, tens of billions of of pieces of content. Um, you know publish to it and right now we're at a little over 10 million pieces of content and a little over 1 million uh, identities mm-hmm. um, you know so I think the future of the library blockchain is is very bright um, it's and all of our data and analysis shows that and so you know it's been t- it's a, again it's always like dicey even talk about these things but sort of like there there can be some things like that are a little bit uncorrelated. There have been some issues related to uh, the court case, like exchanges in Korea dropped us um, over that, um, which was a little surprising to me because they don't have to follow US law. Um, and so stuff like that, and that has sort of harmed um, access to the to the token. But um, our company's in good shape. The SEC isn't trying to destroy the network. We're gonna get through this. So if we have to weather you know, a year of things being uh, you know, not where we want them to be uh, legally around the blockchain or even two years or whatever. Like, well, that's what we'll have to do. But, um, you know, the the uh, overall usage is up so much. I mean, we have we have VCs knocking at our door, you know, like basically like begging to give us uh, money, not even caring about. Um, well, they care about the, the blockchain piece, but like not even like not in a speculative sense, in the sense of like, wow, this thing is so successful. We want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like you know, there's no way, there's no existential threat, none. Um, and so we've got to get through this. Uh, we've got to uh, uh, get to the other side where we now know the rules of the road. Um, and we're going to continue to grow through this period. And when we get to that other side, uh, we're going to just, it's its just going to grow even faster.
1: Yeah. And so uh, there's a few things that, I mean, obviously the network, is, it seems like right now the network is being mainly used. Uh, it was kind of like an integrated ecosystem, or at least that's always been the vision ever since Odyssey became the most successful thing. And then the court case hampered a lot of the token efforts. seems like the network is a lot more of like a skeletal backbone to the thing, but it's not, it doesn't quite run entirely off of it, Uh, which, you know, like for example, how many creators do you think will be able to just run on the, the full client, including financially? you know, at this point, it's probably a little bit, that, that part's probably a little bit rougher, but you know, as far as the, the actual, you know, the actual Odyssey site on top of it, it's much, much easier.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, library as a technology. So I think you're right that Mm -hmm. it does make sense for creators to be on Odyssey and earn the extra money that comes from being on Odyssey, but library actually, when it was conceived of was, never uh we didn't think we were creating a youtube competitor Mm -hmm. when we created library that's that's the truth of the matter that that was um us being you know pragmatic and kind of realizing an opportunity like we did think it would be used for video but we thought it was going to be used in sort of a different different way um and like fundum and and we also thought it would be used for much more than video like library as a technology is is agnostic to what it's being delivered it doesn't have to be videos and so what we are trying we are uh, this kind of already been happening and it's only going to continue to happen we are trying to separate those a little bit. Let library be this pure technology that can be used in ways beyond uh, video. Like library is fundamentally like an identity system and this this data distribution um, system. And when I say data, I mean like, um, well, essentially files, like like mm-hmm. content, pieces of content, right? It, it was never library as a was never intended to be um, like fundamentally um, social or like fundamentally this used like, you know, only user generated, um, you know, video type type kind of thing. And so we're looking at how can we bring the library, the library identity system and, 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 um, and discovery system and all the things that the library network fundamentally provides, look at how we can bring those into other spaces, into other apps, let Odyssey, um, uh, you know, kind of fly off and be its own thing, still relying on library, still dependent on library. Mm-hmm. Odyssey can't, you know can't be divorced from library would have to give up it would have to give up everything and it wouldn't make it would be it'd be completely illogical but don't like basically it is good that they be less coupled free up library to do uh to push into other areas right we can have um we can have a new site built on top of library you know we can have uh you know like apps centered docs around kind of thing yeah docs or, or yeah right so all you know if you look at you know there there are they're multi-billion-dollar companies in a variety of spaces, everything from from CAD files to documents, like um, like uh, scribes, um, to, um, to 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 podcasts and music, uh, to news, to, to um, longer-form blogging, and like library um, has the ability to to disrupt or interact with all of these things because it gives you this identity that that you own that you can take across. Um, various platforms that you can take across various spaces and so we want library to keep pushing to to sort of like be independent oriented independently from odyssey odyssey is a youtube uh, as the successor to youtube it's going to keep pushing full steam ahead it's never going to get away from library as that fundamental identity um, your discovery publishing system if it wants to do other things beyond that let it do it let it be oriented towards just pure growth let library be oriented in another direction it's supporting odyssey but it can do all kinds of other things and that's the way that we've been that's sort of the direction we've been moving in
1: yeah so when we're talking about uh like the way the actual network is going to scale well first off really really quick how's scaling going how's it looking obviously uh, i mean as a veteran of the block size wars i've seen all kinds of scaling stuff go i've seen bsv and the giga blocks and all that kind of stuff and I run my own lightning node right over here, just so I can be in that. And that's, you know, for all the promise that, that can have, that's kind of a nightmare right now. Uh, is are we going to? And of course, we see Ethereum with its like a hundred million dollar fees or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, how well is the Odyssey is the library network scaling? And are you going to see a point at which you might be like trying to publish a claim, and then it's like an hour later, it's still not published because the blockchain's slow, or then the fees start to shoot up, or anything
0: yeah i both like look forward and don't look forward to scaling problems Mm -hmm. um uh, i look forward to them because it means we'll reach um we will be at an unprecedented level of success the level of success that level will be about about probably 10 to 20 times the current rate of usage we would um begin to have some potential um bottlenecking um, for people who care about uh, the, t- you know, there's, it's a, there's there's sometimes competing interests, right? Because um, scarcity, um, scarcity in blockchain space makes, uh, makes it more valuable. Um, but of course we are focused on, on usability. Um, and so we would want to um, uh, address those, uh, address those problems. Um, we do have um, um, some work being done on that um, right now. We're actually um, re, uh, essentially, rewriting the entire um, uh, blockchain, moving away from uh, a C++ implementation to a Go implementation, mm. um, which we think will also allow us to um, um, continue to to um, uh, to improve it faster. Um, the blockchain hasn't changed very much in about in well, honestly, has not changed that much since launch. Um, they're the largest feature uh, to be uh, added, actually, the full channel system. Uh, wasn't there right away, um, but like it's it's been pretty static for some time, and we do think we are need to basically be ready. So we're setting those things in re- uh, we're setting these things in motion to begin preparing for these these um, what I think of as good problems because it means it's a very popular thing to to be using. Like it's good, you know, right? Ethereum's. Uh, you know, it's like oh, I'm so successful that I <laughs> you know that I have these problems. Um, that's true of Bitcoin. That's true of Ethereum. Uh, Uh, We don't want to repeat some of those mistakes like I don't want people to ever have to pay, you know, large amounts of money to publish something. I don't want um, people to have to wait hours for their for their publish uh, to go through. Um, And so we are trying to get to get ready for that. But it would it would we would need to be at about 10x uh, at least 10x a higher rate than we're at right now before there would potentially be any problems.
1: Now, separate from the actual blockchain scaling bit itself. uh, What about storage? So like the way, you know, it works right now, you run your node, you download the files or the blob files or whatever, and then you seed it sort of a bit Like that's kind of my basic understanding. My also basic understanding is that there hasn't been necessarily enough of this organically so that there's a sort of library ink is sort of running a lot of this kind of stuff. And I heard something about, illusion towards uh, incentivizing running full nodes of storage and stuff at some point in the future, but that it's not soon. So do you want to kind of talk about like the files, actual file storage part of that and how that's working or not working in a decentralized way?
0: Yeah. I mean, there is still development on that. There's more, I mean, there's more nodes connected to the network than, than ever. So I think the network is is stronger than it ever has been. Um, And um, Odyssey does and this is again another reason to kind of continue to um, to, to separate them. Um, but the, the foundation uh, is also doing uh, is is also doing work in this area, where I believe it's now um, incentivizing uh, or beginning to do independent incentivization in this area. Um, uh, and as as Odyssey kind of uh, uh, goes off, Odyssey will be participating in this area as well. Um, there has been uh, more development in in this area, where there are now tools. Um, for uh, people who want to sort of participate in a sort of more industrial way, you know, you can use pieces of software to say like, hey, I, I love these channels, you know, make sure all of this data is, is backed up and uh, and available. Um, and so I think that the network here is stronger than it ever has been. Could more work be done? Yeah, that's always true. Um, is this an area that, that could probably use more attention? Uh, probably. But again, you know, I think like, remember, BitTorrent works without any incentivization, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and content remains available. So um, yeah, you know, we think that we're we're already at that BitTorrent Plus case. Um, can we be BitTorrent Plus Plus or BitTorrent Plus Plus Plus? Yeah, I think we can be, and I'd like to be, but I don't think it's like I definitely don't think it's um, you know, like a vulnerability or something like that in its in the
1: current state of affairs. Yeah, I remember the old days of File sharing days, I used something called eMule. I don't know if you remember. That. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember, like, I my obscure tastes in music were really biting me in the ass because I'd have something that was like a third seeded for the entire, a third downloaded for the entire like month, and then every once in a while I'd be like, Oh no, the the remaining seed, he's online, is it? Oh man, he left, and then just kind of waiting for that thing. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah, hopefully we don't get that with the obscure Odyssey channels. I might try to frequent.
0: <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I, I remember I remember that as an email, email user. I mean, I was a really early P2P uh, person and went through sort of all the progressions from even um, we had you know, the original sort of like Napster days. And then email was a big innovation on that. The email was basically the precursor to Bit- Bitcoin. They were the first people to kind of figure out, hey, we can we can chunk the file. We don't have to download the file sequentially from mm-hmm. one person, right? Which is how the um, the earlier iterations were like, oh, we can break the file into chunks, and then you can get any chunk of the file from any person. And that was, the, that was a big insight. And then from there, that led um, to the development of DHTs and uh, distributed hash tables, which are the underlying uh, thing of BitTorrent. Um, I, I learned about those. Uh, When I was studying computer science, actually, uh, the design of BitTorrent is considered like so um, sort of um, important or novel. It's actually covered in in academic computer science classes because it's a it's a very uh, interesting technology. I remember learning about it, uh, blew my mind when I learned how they worked. And honestly, all of that set on the path to to developing library today.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So now we're talking about the token, which is literally all anyone cares about in 95% of crypto is just what does the token do or how much does, how much does number go up. And Libra is one of those fantastic examples that honestly helps me keep my sanity because I look at different cryptocurrencies and their usage and then I see like Dogecoin go to the top, which Dogecoin has some OG credit despite being a joke, but then I see new ones just And it's like maddening about like, oh, why why is everything going so poorly? And then I look at library, which is the best example of polar opposites in terms of end user product success and market cap ranking failure. (laughs) (laughs) It it gets more ridiculous all the time because it gets more and more users, more and more uses, like actual daily usage and more and more like hype, more and more everything on the one side. But then the token is like kind of it's this huge divergence. so kind of like it it restores my i I don't i don't know it doesn't restore hope in anything necessarily but it, it restores my perspective that i don't take that signal as a as a indicator of success or failure
0: yeah i mean i think it's crazy like you go down some of these ones and i try not to like specifically attack quote competitors but you know you look at some of these tokens like now ethereum clearly there's there's real usage there's a lot of real um stuff happening there but you look at some of these other ones that are quote like ethereum competitors that are, are supposed to enable these like d app type things and they'll have like these insane prices and then i go and i'll try to find one, like what's like a single app i can actually use and it's like it's all hype and yeah. i just don't and 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 you know it'd be one thing if if this track record had proven successful where companies had managed to take this hype And then like later turn it into something it's never worked i mean eos spent more money on their domain um than we've ever spent you know total you know as a a company probably spent more on their sec settlement than
1: you guys spent total
0: right right um and 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 you know and it was all a complete failure so like i continue to believe that this is the the right uh strategy that like like Like, usage, growth, like, that's what's real. Um, You know, speculators are going to come and go. Um, Right now, I think they are at, you know, at probably an all-time low.
1: Speculative Um, bottom. uh,
0: Yeah. Um, um, And it has become uh, challenging. Uh, The SEC case definitely has made it challenging uh, with with some of the token stuff. Um, But, again, like, we're going to get to the other side of that. Um, and then, and then we'll be stronger because like, we'll give them whatever they want. You know, they, you know, if they, if they want to destroy the entire company, fine. Like the, you know, the network stays up and then we'll, we'll, we'll know the rules and we'll be able to, to, um, to move forward. So, you know, like I would rather be way, rather be where I am right now today. Um, because it is so hard to build a product to the point that it's being used by millions of people every single day. Like that's harder than, in my opinion, than generating a bunch of hype. And getting people to believe in you for three months or six months or whatever um like because it doesn't that's you know that's not that's not real of course um and so like i do you know i think over time uh you know things will uh things will reach alignment uh will reach alignment here so
1: yeah now as far as we're talking about you know obviously the token the token is used for a couple i mean in theory it's Uses money and in supports and things like that, and all kinds of things. At its very base level, though, what is absolutely required for is just to run the actual network to pay the miners and then, you know, actually run the backend. Now, at some point, do you foresee a situation where um, that becomes the scarcity, where now people say, "Oh, I need the to token in order, in order to publish. I never saw this before." But now that it, you know the network is being used so much, now all of a sudden I'm going to have to find a way of buying a token just so I can publish my stuff. And then that, that becomes an issue because people have not had any good on-ramps for buying the token, because of the, partially because of SEC stuff, but par- partially because of demand because they don't need to buy it. And then now they're looking at they have to buy it to publish their content, and it's a big pain, and then they start to not want to use, for example, Odyssey anymore. Do you see any kind of a situation like that?
0: Yeah, I think that's um I think that's definitely something that like we're vigilant towards and I do think that that be- is the the most fundamental reason that that people will need the token. You're talking about the library blockchain becoming a decentralized catalog of content that exists in the world as well as a decentralized identity system for the people who are creating and publishing that. Content and uh, you know, as I said earlier, we see that scaling from the now. Now we're at one million identities, more than ten million um, entries in the catalog. We see that as scaling to you know, probably a billion um, identities with you know tens or uh, you know tens of billions of of items in the catalog, which is, by the way, another scaling problem. We think we can only scale currently to probably about thirty to fifty x of the size of the catalog currently. So again, that's something where we'll have to continue to to um, figure out ways to to improve that. Um, uh, but uh, the um, I, I don't think like it's another one of those sort of like nice to have problems where it's like, oh, this like if we're if it's so popular and simultaneously, but simultaneously the government is still trying to throttle it like. Uh, i i'm a creative guy we'll find ways to work around it we'll find you know whatever it is we'll find ways to to enable people to exchange the token and get the token into into people's hands right now i don't think that's a problem partially because people can go to odyssey.com and get some for free still so you don't have to and doesn't take very much um to to you know a couple of tokens is going to be enough for probably like the entirety entire lifetime of of your publishing um you know so right now you can get you know get twenty five cents, fifty cents worth, it'd probably be enough for the rest of your life. Might not be a bad idea to, to grab a little bit just so you have some. But um like I don't I think it's something to be vigilant towards. I don't think it's something that's happening now. And I would I would bet that we're able to prevent it from happening. But it's like it's not an impossible scenario and it is a good thing to to kind of like be be cognizant of.
1: So as far as like the miners are concerned, obviously right now they're content to pay the point one, your .01 or whatever is that the minimum published amount published cost? Uh,
0: I don't. I don't think there is a minimum. And well, so there's a minimum. The minimum would be uh, one Dewey, which is the sort of the mm-hmm. Satoshi equivalent, um, and uh, and then the transaction fee. And the transaction fee uh, would be more than one Dewey. Uh, the transaction fee is variable based off of the size of the transaction. So actually, mm-hmm. because the metadata is going into the transaction, like. If you write a longer description and things like this, it actually does increase the cost marginally. Um, Transaction fees are low. I think it's like, you know, I don't know what it would be for an average size transaction. Maybe one one hundredth, maybe less than one one hundredth of one LBC. So, um, yeah, the minimum, like you have to stake one Dewey, uh, which is, I believe, like point, uh, I believe it's like point zero seven zeros and then a one. Mm -hmm. So like one one hundred millionth of an LBC yeah. and then the transaction fee, yeah. which might be a um, couple hundreds yeah, of millions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So right now the miners are content to do that because they're getting the block reward. Um, what is the emission schedule kind of look like to where do you foresee a time in the near ish futures and next, let's just say next five years, that's near ish no. where, where those miners <laughs> aren't paid enough to, then they're going to want higher fees to include these transactions. And then it's going to go up.
0: Um, I don't I don't think so. I think like now the emission schedule does continue to ramp off. And this is another one where we're not afraid to free ride off of uh, other people's work. It's mm-hmm. called being efficient. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <and> so, <laughs> I'm just shameless about it. Like other people are like I'm like, no, we just copy. We just copy people that did work for us. And hey, that's that's uh, other people can copy us. That's the that's the beauty of innovation. Uh, and so, like Bitcoin has is going to have this problem before. Yep, you know, has this problem. Sort of. Uh, uh, you know, how does the Bitcoin network work when there's no mining rewards? Will transaction fees sustain it? This, this, these kinds of questions. Um, people have answers to these questions, but in my opinion, like everything is is, it's always a question until you know sort of reality happens. So we mm-hmm. can attempt to do these analyses upfront and and make these predictions, but um sometimes our predictions are wrong so you know like i'm that's definitely something i'm watching um bitcoin will be there ahead of us uh so you know uh i think that this is another one where this is something that you know the cryptocurrency industry will have to get through and figure out um can we have public blockchains that are sustainable without mining rewards if you need mining rewards for all time can you have public blockchains that are inflationary and can that also work like i'm not and i'm not saying the library blockchain is about to become inflationary but like i don't think it's a given like it it, it maybe the optimal design for a cryptocurrency is one percent inflation a year like you know i'm not i'm not suggesting we're about to do that don't don't start uh, mm-hmm. uh don't start saying is about to do that but like you know there's a bunch of open questions we should never think that we figured it all out um and so you know we've got uh we're paying attention to things we're solving the most pressing problems first these problems that might be pressing in the future where, you know, kind of paying attention to and, and and thinking about and expecting that, you know, with our ingenuity, we'll be able to continue to solve problems as they come up.
1: Yeah. Now, so as far as the value proposition of the token, the one big one is uh, you need to you need it to publish stuff. And that seems to be a thing that's it's not going to actually economically impact people for a very long time. They won't need to be like, hey, I need to buy. I need to put some money into the LEC ecosystem because. Uh, like I need tokens, and I can't get them. It seems like it's pretty easy to get just enough for that. Now, as far as the like the closed loop, the economic loop, right? So, hyper chats obviously are the I would say the first like big reason to get the token because you get that exclusive access kind of thing. I think the card buying thing doesn't allow you to do hyper chats now, but it might in the future.
0: Probably by this weekend.
1: Yeah. So. Essentially, now the reasons to acquire the token at this stage are, are starting to a little bit dry up on Odyssey. Now, uh, have you given any thoughts to if that's a problem at this stage or if it will be a problem or more importantly, how you might solve the problem? So then it's kind of all, all fixed. And obviously, understand that this is a precarious situation because the government hates you. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that that's true um so like odyssey is enabling more usage of the token if if credit cards are being used in parallel well like look odyssey is cre- is you know, creating tens of millions hopefully hundreds of millions of people soon you know that are are, are um are, are using this now you know f- 5% of of 100 million is a lot more than 100% of 100,000 right mm-hmm. um and and so i think that like that's very important to remember um the uh a- as um, the legal picture gets clearer, I hope that uh, you know, we can even do make the cryptocurrency-based uh, you know, tipping um, even even easier than it is now. The truth is, right now, it is a little uh, handcuffed by these legal uh, questions. Um, the other uh, really important thing to remember is that there's also the staking system, and we are seeing more usage of that than we have. Um, seen used before, and that's another area where the UI, you know, that feature always existed, but we did improve the UI uh, in terms of how to to do that. And so the you know when you type in uh, any any word in that um, in that search bar, the top item is the most is the most staked uh, thing that's been staked to that word, and one publish can be can ha- can stake against other other words and other search terms. And so that is another really hard usage of the cryptocurrency. And we're seeing more and more usage of of that feature as well.
1: Yeah, so how does that work currently? Because I I sort of came of age with this with the library.tv setup, and then things seem to have shifted or there's some kind of thing. But so when you talk about the search word, does that mean it's in the title of the claim? Does that mean it's a tag under like, you know, the hashtags or whatever on the video? Does that mean it's in the title of the video or in the description somewhere? So, what part of that constitutes the thing, and then the money elevates?
0: Yeah. it? Yeah. So there's the this concept of the amount of of coins that are staked mm-hmm. on a particular channel or a particular item that's been published to the network. Mm-hmm. Um, by default, uh, when you and you even enter this number, I think it's in the advanced settings. Like, but I, you know, it. Um, uh, by default it applies to just the name that you published at. so you pick that essentially your url it's the the name is the part of the the url mm-hmm. um that's the default and so someone would have when someone types that term exactly you because know, there can be multiple um competing entries at even the same name um what you can then do is the repost button actually allows you to repost the same content to a different name so you mm-hmm. can take one item and put it at you know 10 or 100 uh, different terms um, by reposting it to those additional terms, and each repost is is individually staked, right? So you could have your original publish at uh, you know at one word, and then you can repost that publish to a second word, um, and then each of those have independent amounts um, staked on them.
1: Interesting. So if you want to hit all the big search terms that are related to this thing. They just yeah. repost each with a big old bag of LBC, and then anyone searches and it just goes right there. Uh, how's that working from the end user experience so far? As far as people being able to discover the content that they really want,
0: I think it's been working pretty well. We don't see very many instances of people trying to like abuse it or put, you know disgusting or wrong or whatever things, um, mm-hmm. um, or, effect, you know, um, we don't really see that. What we see much more often is people being pro-social and saying, Hey, I've got, you know, 10 coins or, uh, 50 coins sitting around. Um, what's something that, you know, what, what, where is there a hole in the system? You know, what term is not returning something that I think it should be returning and reposting something, uh, to that, uh, name. Um, cause I'll see it fairly regularly. I type in a term. I get what I want, and I see that it's a repost, and I go and I'll go and I look and I say, "Hey, did the original publisher repost that, or is that just some good citizen?" And a, a lot of the time, it's just a uh, it's just a good citizen. So there are there are it's a bit of a power user feature, um, but there are you know I have no idea how many. I'm sure it's hundreds of people, probably thousands of people who are going around and attempting to kind of fill in these holes. And you can see um, the easiest way to do it, and this is a new flow that. it's not that new at this point but i don't know how much we maybe we did a bad job talking about it but Mm -hmm. when you type in uh, a term on odyssey in that top card um in the bottom right of that top card there's a button and that lets you um publish something and sort of take over what's there if you think what's there is wrong or i guess i'm sorry i guess you have to click view view competing Mm -hmm. Um, and then once you've clicked view competing you can see everything that's competing at that term and you can either um, stake something else that's already competing because you think something else should be better or you can publish something new uh, entirely.
1: Yeah. So that seems like, again, a great use case for acquiring the coin because then it translates into like, if you're trying to promote a channel or promote a product or something that's on there, it, it's like advertising in a little con- convoluted, a little bit of a way, but you can it can translate to you know you buy tokens and you profit off of buying tokens,
0: yeah, yeah, and and from a crypto economic perspective, it's also incentivizing people to hold the token because you you're staking them to keep it at the top. That's not a consumptive use. They're still your tokens, but they are now not circulating and not being exchanged.
1: Yeah, and so I guess the last kind of point on this this token front thing is uh, about the crypto to crypto ecosystem. Now, it's we're at an interesting stage where so first off, crypto is relatively or completely, depending on what you're talking about, permissionless. Whereas the, the fiat world is absolutely not. And so I've seen a lot of projects, especially those labeled correctly or otherwise, as privacy coins and having a lot of issues with regulators because or not even with regulators, just issues with flighty exchanges because of that, have been going hard on the the DEX world on the whole decentralized exchange, the whole DeFi, everything is a way to kind of get around it. Hoping, hoping to be obsolete the system, you know, eventually now at the same time, uh, the users of especially something like Odyssey, which is oddly, um, oddly like newbie centric, oddly like it, it, like the odds of people knowing what crypto is amongst crypto users is completely the opposite of what you see in the space, whereas everyone thinks they know about Bitcoin, but don't even touch the stuff. And so uh, obviously it makes more sense to target those people directly with because who cares if you can trade like Ethereum for LBC because those people don't have it at the at the same time, the whole crypto space is growing to such an extent that at some point it might just be, hey, everyone has this stuff. And it just within a couple of years, everyone has something that they can easily swap over, you know, for LBC and kind of use this. So basically, what's the state of uh, or how do you see the outlook of getting LBC in a lot of these crypto to crypto swaps, whether they be from like SideShift or, you know, other swap services like that or like full on decks? Like, for example, you know, the holy grail of that is, of course, Thor chain.
0: Yeah. Um, so we are on. um uh, a couple of, I think they would qualify as full on dexes. I know, I think Bisc absolutely would. Um, I, we're also on Block DX. Actually, don't know a ton about that one. Mm-hmm. If that would be considered a full uh, a dex or not, but we're on both of those. Um, we're going to be on P Network soon, so there'll be um, like I think it's like a wrapped LVC token that you'll be able to exchange on P Network. Uh, and so this is definitely something that we're we're looking at, um, and we're we're going to continue to to push into into um, more places in that area.
1: Yeah. Anything on the Thor chain thing in particular, because that I, is, that's not the biggest thing, but also the biggest hurdle because of all the stuff that takes to develop and build on it and all the, all the rest of the stuff. I, I
0: don't have a specific uh, update on, on that one, but that's, that's something I'll look at if we can you know push that one a little harder.
1: Yeah. So now we'll wrap up with a hopeful outlook on like, where do we go over the next couple of years? So hopefully, I, I guess it would have something to do with oh we keep growing, we keep getting more users. Uh, hopefully, the SEC case wraps up at some point, and then that opens up a lot of token stuff. But what would you like to be able to do, or what would you like the platform to actually look like, both the library platform and uh, and Odyssey in particular, under a best case scenario over the next couple years, if you know everything kind of goes your way.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, we probably won't hit the volume I want to hit eventually within two years if I'm being realistic, uh, or even, um, but look, I want to, I want to be bigger than YouTube. I want to have a user experience that's better than YouTube's, And I want to have it with the beautiful properties of library where the end users have more control. Everyone has more choice and there's not this kind of, um, you know, uh, mega, mega corp centralized, uh, ownership of the, of the whole thing. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of what numbers we'll be hitting specifically, Uh I'm always like a little hesitant uh, to to do that. I mean, the the well, we want to hit our like first
1: number yeah. specifically, but just like to where every mainstream creator is either on, their only losers are on YouTube, or like we have. Yes,
0: I mean, yes, exactly. I mean, why? Because like, why wouldn't you be? There's nothing. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing political about it. There's no. It's genuinely better you're going to not you're not going to lose nearly as much money to the middleman you're going to actually own and control your identity your um your users aren't going to suffer the same or your your fans you know they're not going to suffer the same kind of exploitation and 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 spying type behavior like it's just like win 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 all around and that's i mean it's and it's part of why we are winning right Mm -hmm. this isn't we're not winning you know the, the fact that the odyssey brand and all this stuff is 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 taking off it's not because we have like some huge ad budget it's because we built something that's genuinely better and people are going peer-to-peer and and talking about it uh, uh, i don't know if i mentioned that you know brett weinstein joined uh recently he's been doing his live streams through odyssey he has a huge audience and he's giving you know genuine he's saying odyssey this is the best platform it's built on library this is amazing what they're doing Earned media. That's an endorsement that you couldn't buy for half a million dollars. Okay, it's and it's because he's bought in uh, to 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 what we're doing. He sees the value of it, uh, and and we're just going to see more and more uh, of this, uh, more and more of these people. Um, you know, endorsing. In fact, there's another big one, potentially bigger than Brett. I don't know. I don't like to compare people. Brett's been awesome, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, coming in in just another week or two, uh, someone behind the scenes has been working with us, getting familiar with it, getting all the content on. Who's very careful with the kinds of things that he endorses, and he has a great reputation. Um, and so. We're, we're only going to see more and more of this. Um, and we are, I think already the brand that is the most credible, uh, in terms of disrupting YouTube and very soon we'll be widely seen as the brand that's succeeding YouTube.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing I do check in on the viewage stats, every time I can get them updated, I just see how well Odyssey is doing and I chart it versus Bitshoot, which, you know, not trying to talk smack or anything, but Bitshoot seems to be the, the largest, as far as like viewers. Uh, alt site and seems to be the most pure alt site in that it seems to be just full of all the like the for mostly the conspiracy <laughs> nonsense that YouTube banned early on and just seems to be there and having BitChute in my humble opinion again I'm talking all this Max so you don't have to uh, is not a good representation of this is where you can go that's not YouTube if you don't want to be censored and so I'd be happy to see Odyssey overtake that and so that's the metric I'm looking at once Odyssey bumps BitChute out, is BitChute the largest, you know, of alt video site? Uh, like, I mean, I'd I, I,
0: I would be, are we, we're not doing, you're not doing more views on Odyssey than, than BitChute? Yet? I,
1: don't, I don't use BitChute. I, I oh, okay. That's what you're saying. Oh, but I'm okay. just saying, as far as the, to- the total usage on the site.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I'm not sure who's uh, who's number two. I mean, we've got to be very close if we haven't passed BitChute yet. I mean, people are. I'm. People just keep sending me screenshots from the BitChute forums where it's like um, people will be on Reddit and the, everyone's like, "Leave BitChute for Odyssey. Leave BitChute for Odyssey." I mean, it's it's clear that there is a a, a movement mm-hmm. um, among the BitChute community um, um, to move over. I know one of the bigger Bitshoot creators, um, I hypocrite. Uh, just mm-hmm. stopped publishing to Bitshoot recently, just a week or two ago, and said, "Hey, I'm only doing Odyssey now. I'm, I'm just kind of done with BitChute. And <laughs> I think we're going to see more and more of that you know the product's way better, the underlying technology is way better. Uh, your creators better. can actually earn money, uh, and and so and I'm not trying to drag BitChute either. I think they did a tremendous job. They filled a a, a niche that was really needed. we're happy to work with them, um, and you know, kind of bring them into uh, you know onto our team or other things like that. Um, but I think like, it's just clearly not the future. I don't think anyone can really look at the two and be like, I'm going to bet on, on bit So, you know, um, I think it's kind of a legacy website at this point. Um, but I, but again, full respect to their team and what they, what they did and what they accomplished, um, when they were, you know, everyone's trying to scrub them from the internet. Um, and they, they, they fought really hard and provided something that was really needed, um, as well. So I'm not, you know, not, not trying to attack them, but I think like just being realistic, we are, you know, we are the future
1: yeah it makes sense well i'll I'll keep on watching obviously the drop in the bucket that is anything that's not youtube versus youtube it's hard to really measure visually progress against at this stage but bit of course the big one i can keep an eye on for the eventual or maybe already haven't checked this month flipping and then onwards and upwards right
0: right yeah i mean we're odyssey is a top 2500 website already i think we're going to crack top 2000 pretty soon uh, and so, yeah, yeah, onwards, onwards, upwards. One percent of France visited Odyssey yesterday. Uh, wow. I don't know if that's related to all the like lockdown fighting stuff going on there. Um, uh, but yeah, that's another area where we're um, crushing it. We might be closer in the US, but like internationally, um, we've also been incredibly embraced because you know all of our stuff is well translated and and works in, in basically every language in every country.
1: Yeah, cue beams of like your face on Bernie's face eh? with the French flag on the floor saying I am the 1%. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, that's, that's a project for later. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us. Uh, obviously, you know, this is going to be on Odyssey. If you're not watching this on Odyssey, you're watching on something inferior. So shame on you. Uh, and if you're listening to the audio only version, that's fine too, but also go to odyssey.com and watch this stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and what do they say? Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, uh, Jeremy Kaufman. It's been a pleasure, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash the desert links and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with Shop and Bit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes. All right. Take two, I guess. So, hey, everyone. Uh, Welcome to this once again. I'm... That was really terrible. (laughs) I should actually leave that in at the end to be like, well, this is the struggles people have to go through. So, anyway.